When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, try not to embarrass me in front of my guest. Act like you've done this before. You may know him from his films such as 40 Gays and 40 Nights or Men in Back, but you may also know him as one half of the podcast. Watch what crappens. Please welcome Ronnie Karam. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to meet you finally. I know. I'm so happy you're here. We were just having a lengthy discussion about our Botox uh, routines. And as they know, they, they, you guys listened to my Jersey recap. I literally had to cut my Jersey recap in half so I could go get my Botox because I was running late for an appointment. (laughs) I think that that's an actually really valid excuse to cut shit in half. Those Botox ladies... I had to go over there today and they were like, oh, it's raining. So we're off until the weekend. I was like, it's raining. What the hell? Get your ass to the office and shoot my face up, please. Was it raining inside? Get them. What? That's what I said. I mean, it's raining. Okay. It's, I'm in Texas. It's always raining, you know, <laughs> whatever. You got to get them while you can, man. If it's the oh, middle yeah. of a Jersey recap, get them. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. You fool. That's my opinion. I talk Bravo. I talk true crime. And sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. Um. Okay. So I like to go through and do like a state of the union on each cast member, just so I know like where people stay. I kind of already know where you stand, but just in case people are living under a rock and don't know where you stand with the cast, I'm going to go through, I'm going to say a name and you're going to give me, I guess we could do like where you stand on them with ultimate girls trip this season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Giselle. Troublemaker. Look, Giselle's always a troublemaker. She's a mess maker. I used to be really anti-Giselle since season one because I just she has a mean <laughs> she has this like meanness about her that seems uncalled for. Like I like the fun shade. I don't like the trying to ruin people's life shade. Yeah. But she's been humbled quite a bit, you know, over the years. 
but still keeps up the messiness. And normally I don't mind. Like I've learned to just be like, that's Giselle. She's funny. I can see what she brings to the table. I think she's great as a housewife. This episode in particular, though, you know, it started oh with the a few episodes ago coming after Mary Soul and Alexa for speaking Spanish. Okay, you know, that was a little ding. That gave me a little ding. But then this week, making Pepsi cry, and everyone who's saying that she did not make Pepsi cry, yes, she fucking did make Pepsi cry. <laughs> and you don't make Pepsi cry, okay? You don't do that. All right, Heather. Heather, um, loving the running joke that Heather is just so impressed to be around famous people and wants everybody's autograph, which is true. Like, we do it on the show, but it's also how she is. And I think that's funny. I think putting two friends together or two enemies, whatever the dynamic duo season they're doing, I don't know that we need that. I don't want to hear more about this black guy. Like, I literally... Don't care. Do you? Do you still care about the black guy? Oh, like, not think? at all. This was my fear about this season because I get what they were trying to do. I get that they thought we could extend a storyline into an ultimate girl's trip, but I feel like it's a failed experiment because we're actually so exhausted right. by whatever. Like, I'm exhausted by the by the Giselle, Chris, Candace storyline. Like, I don't want to hear yes. about that anymore because that's sort of what, like, a season and a reunion is for. And they didn't, I don't think they did that math in their head. Like, they're already going to be exhausted from this. It's like, yeah, we are. We're tired. I don't want to. We're tired. Okay? We tie tie. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I, that's what I just keep saying to myself. It's like being a really long car ride. Also, when this was announced and they were calling it the dynamic duo season, it sounded like it was all best friends being cast because it was Tinsley and Leah yes, yes, who were yes, really yes. close. Then it was Heather and Whitney who were supposedly close and oh. Alexia and Marisol. And then Giselle and Candace, I thought, where did that come from? You yeah. know, and then. So now, now I don't know what they were thinking, you know? So it's supposed to be friends, enemies, or just two randos from a show, the same show. Would it be better to have no alliances going in, just like a full random, you sink or swim yes. on your own? I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I think right? so too. I like that they did that in season one, especially. It was just like Kyle. Yeah. Um, Ramona. No, Cynthia. Kenya. Kind of, well, I guess Kenya and Cynthia, and that around. messed them up. That was fun to watch. Even sad to watch, but fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Whitney. Dingbat. Super awkward watching her every time she talks to a black woman and being like, girl, I don't even want to go there, sister. Like that. Oh, yeah. Real problematic. Real borderline. (laughs) Reel it in. I I mean, we all knew. (laughs) We all knew when Housewives went to Salt Lake City, there was bound to be some awkwardness but there that's like a little i know she doesn't mean it in a hateful way so i'm not like attacking her but that's a little much uh however i'm having fun watching her torture everybody because (laughs) she seems kind of cool and you kind of want to be her friend but then she won't stop talking about this mormon like no one knows what she's talking about i'm finding whitney amusing i I always find whitney pretty amusing i'm the same way it's like she's so bad she's good She's so bad at it that she's funny because she's like, yeah. she she can never deliver her message correctly. She always delivers it terribly, but it's so bad, it's funny to me. Yeah, I like agree. She, like she goes into, she's like, guess what? And then she tells you something you really don't care about, but she says it like you're going to love it. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> it also is bad acting. Her personality is like a bad actor personality. And I don't know if she's like that in real life, but she just talks like a bad actor and she can't seem to remember her lines. <laughs> yeah. And it just it cracks me up. <laughs> Alexia. Alexia, you know, Alexia had a rougher season on Miami. I think she was had a very shiny victim season last season. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying victim sarcastically because she was a victim, you know. She had that season where something's going bad, so we all aut- automatically rally around you. Then this season, she had not such a great... <laughs> she had more of a villainous season. And on this, I'm kind of enjoying her just being herself and not worrying about it. I'm loving the asides in Spanish between her and Marisol. I don't think it's unfair at all, and I think it's fucking hilarious just being so shocked at everybody else on the show. Totally agree. I was like, I didn't think I would enjoy her half as much as I am because of the way she was on her season. But it's like, take, it's interesting when you take a cast member out of the dynamics of their own franchise where all of their like guards are up and they're used to like defending the same thing. They're enjoyable. They're not so bad. Okay. Not so bad. And she holds on to that lead position still pretty well in this show like she does do the whole here's my whole storyline in two minutes that she's got prepared that she's spreading all over the place um and doing over and over but she's like i'm a lead okay and here's Uh all the reasons i'm i was born a star and here's the reason like she still has Uh that going on which i like candace man i'm an up and down candace person didn't like her forever like forever and ever and even her Monique season, the fight with Monique, Candace was correct. I mean, I don't know how much people remember of that season because we all have housewives brains, you know, housewives watchers <laughs> brains. Totally. But um, she was correct that whole season. She was in the right. Everything that was happening, totally in the right. Every argument, she was in the right. Monique was coming her for no reason. She was in the right. And then she just goes so, she just has that like teenager bratty attitude where she just pisses you off so badly. You don't care that they're right. You're just like, you're grounded. You're grounded now. You're grounded. And you were correct. And she's getting that a little bit this season. I'm loving it though, watching her paired with Leah because they have the same, that same um, age range. I get, I don't want to say like millennial, but they have the same age range thing where whenever they are in a fight, they will say whatever makes them a victim to get out of the fight. And that cracks me up. Like them using bullying. I love it. I love it. So I'm enjoying them as a duo. I did not realize how similar the two of them were until they got together and started feeding each other the same type of argument yeah i'd never saw that coming either and i had heard that they'd become fast friends from the show but i thought how i mean how too. I was like, stand Leah? Leah, you know <laughs> but then you think about it, you're like wow yeah they take it so seriously they get they're they're like everyone's attacking me and yeah mm-hmm, totally tracks yeah totally they'll yell they'll yell tracks. and scream and say really low things but then somehow they're still the victim at the end you know <laughs> i find it hilarious uh okay well then leah how about leah well i think it's just proof that it wasn't us meaning the audience because there were times after the last season that i thought well during the last season i thought man people sure hate leah even before the season started I thought Leah was kind of fun her first season. You know, she would like tell everybody off and like throw the tiki torch. And she had such kind of epic moments in her first season. 
people hated her before the second season even started and really hated her by the end. And so I thought this will be interesting to see Leah kind of in a new arena. Um, and audience, it wasn't us. She is still miserable. She's still miserable, <laughs> Leah. But I do find myself, I was in a conversation yesterday. Hopefully my family's not listening to this, but I was in a conversation with my family and I literally almost said, I'm bored. You pull almost pulled a Leah? I almost pulled a Leah, you know? So I find her entertaining, but... Um, annoying what do you think very annoying so i i'm an la born and raised native and i feel like we can spot Aaliyah from a mile away they like our our ears perk up and we go i don't like you we don't <laughs> like those faux woke new york went to prep school but still act like they're like of the people type thing and i was like she's fake just wait just wait and so when it turned out that she didn't want to film with ebony after the season and ebony was like leah mm -mm." no i was like i knew it i knew it so i really reveled in being like the i knew it i because i love an i was right moment i'm a toxic trait of mine so i was like i fucking knew it (laughs) i i fucking knew it so i up until this episode was like i really can't stand leah but then somehow, even though she was a mess this episode, I was kind of enjoying her like fainting and needing to have like a towel on her head and the way she the way she handled Giselle when Giselle came in her room. I just somehow I turned on her. I turned to enjoy her annoying Leoness. So suddenly I was like, you know, Wait, I, I don't hate her there. now. <laughs> I'm with you. And I'm I'm actually impressed with how she has been able to first of all they're all calling her out on this show which i like i think on new york that helps they'll call her out in a gentle way they treat her like a child yes yes that's what annoyed me that's an older cast yeah they kind of baby her and they're like oh oh, don't make leah mad because she's gonna call us all the c word and like start our houses on fire or whatever and this show they really don't care and so they're calling her (laughs) out and while leah is making herself a victim and saying you're bullying me like she's pulling that but she's also not letting it really get to her. She's yes. like, well, not everyone can like you. Who cares? I'm still going to fucking show up to lunch and be a bitch yes. And I think that the, I, I like that. I think it's a better balance having Leah with people who aren't going to take her crap. Exactly. Because she can't wallow in the victimness. And I think that made me like, okay, you can still dust yourself off, pick yourself up, keep it going. And I'm, I actually thought about it more and I was like, she really kind of held her own at that boat fight so hmm. very well and then how she went out and just like was taking selfies like she starts this riot basically and then she goes and takes selfies and i'm i'm enjoying that um i feel like i had to own up to something i do she does trigger me and i will always own up to i'm like oh maybe i was just a little bit triggered and not giving her the respect she deserved so she does deserve a little respect for standing up to literally giselle Portia and Marisol. So yeah, in that moment, but she's still, you know, she still triggers me all the time. Like she still makes me crazy. Like showing up and saying, Oh my God, guys, I have my period. Like so like it's about to happen any moment. And I have I'm PMSing like two weeks before or whatever her whole speech about periods was. Awful. And then you show up without a tampon. Like, first of all, it's bad. Agreed. Planning. You know what I mean? It's just bad planning. On a boat. And then to- <laughs> Come on. And in, a in Thailand. Suit? Yeah. Uh, like, come on, man. And then Lady. when she 
started her she tries to say things to shock you like gross things to shock people she'll be like he likes anal like that's just yeah, her ex- opener or like yeah. i have pe- my period while i have diarrhea it's like oh, she triggers me yes. all the time but yes. i know that she's doing it on purpose and so i feel tricked every time i get mad and I don't know. She's left me completely confused. This yes. Season. And I think that because we get to have Giselle and Portia have a comeback to it, it's less annoying than like Ramona, who will do that like, okay, just say you're sorry. I'm sorry, Leah. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm very sorry. Okay. And you're like, no, don't do that. Don't like placate her because then she continues to act like a little baby. Like, yeah, you should yeah. apologize to me. It's like, no. No one should have apologized to you. Exactly. And also in New York, they're all so much older that they can, uh, she has a legitimate gripe. I mean, if you're going to go to someone like Ramona and be like, oh my God, you don't understand race relations. Yeah. Ramona's like in her uh, late sixties and like, (laughs) you know what I mean? She's like from a different Upper East Side, borderline racist (laughs) woman anyway. (laughs) Yes. Like you can call that cast out on pretty much anything and you're going to be right. So it's interesting to see her with more people around her age that she can't just automatically be right against, you know? How about Portia? I love Portia. I've always loved Portia. I loved Portia even when she dragged Kenya across the stage and like beat her with her own props. And I'm not supposed to, you know, like shit that you're just not supposed to enjoy. I enjoyed, like, I enjoyed it. What can I say? I think she's hilarious. Um, I think in her, 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 I've always loved her. Her last season of Atlanta was difficult because she didn't want to show up to anything. But she now got that she's like here. Going on. Yes, now she's here. She's playing. She's very funny. She's not afraid of a fight, but she still makes even the fights fun. This is the Porsche I love that we're getting. Mm-hmm. God, it's so good. It's so, so, so It's good, good. right? What do you think of Portia? Have you missed her? Okay. I was so mad at her her last season because I hate that, like, Nini taught her too well. Nini taught her, like, all you got to do is just not answer questions and kind of – that pissed me off. Then did you watch her spinoff? Of course you did. You could tell production had been kind of protecting her a lot. And then oh yeah, she is. I my theory is she assumed the spinoff was going to be equally protected, but the spinoff they were like, no, no, you're going to have to show us your whole life. And she was like, what? So yeah. that didn't go so <laughs> yeah. well. And I get, I was, I was like mad, mad. Like ask anybody. I was like on a, t- I was like, I, Portia's dead to me until she apologizes to production. Okay. That really pissed me the fuck off. But then she came yeah. back for this and I was like, all is forgiven. Every single thing I ever said about Portia, she's forgiven. Let's get her back on the show. <laughs> but this is a very safe space for her because she knows, like, this is a fun thing to do. She just has a couple days with these women. She gets to say some fun shit. She's playing it all right. She gives a little, gives us a little bit. But doing a full season of, like, Atlanta, I'm sure she's like, I don't know if I want to do that now. Well, right, and how all of the uh, the Heathers, you know, like that Heather mentality of like, oh my God, you have 7 million followers. Can I get your autograph? You know, she does have power in that sense in this group because that is a very important part of being a real housewife it's, and a reality star in general. And she's winning on in such a major level. She was also brought in last minute. So she doesn't have someone from Atlanta mm-hmm. who's coming for her like Giselle and... Uh, um you know what I'm saying? Candace. Giselle and Candace have or Whitney and Heather have. So she gets to just kind of come in on her own and be charming. Um, yeah. I think she'll be back to Atlanta, though. I hope. 
I want you to picture something. I want you to picture freshly shaven legs and a clean set of sheets, but temperature regulating sheets, the softest sheets, sheets made from viscous from bamboo sheets. Don't know what that's like? Well, you need to try Cozy Earth's sheets, okay? They do also make them in linen, but I, the ones I have tried are the viscous from bamboo. And I'm telling you right now, I was making sheet angels. You know, you're just like, they are so freaking soft. And the temperature regulating, and if you don't want to take my word for it, take Oprah's. Cozy Earth has been on Oprah's favorite things for the last five years. Not just their sheets either. Their pajama set, their joggers, their socks. I've been on a mission for a new cozy pant and the women's bamboo jogger pant are so soft and I like the drawstring. They're not too tight. Even because I know people are like, well, they're drawstring. You don't have to tighten them. Sometimes like they already come too tight. And all of their fits on their pajamas are still flattering, which is real. It's hard to find. It's hard to find comfort and flattering because I do like to wear my cozy clothes out and about, you know, running errands or to dinner. They also make premium bath products, all made from viscous from bamboo. By the way, this is responsibly sourced viscous from bamboo, but they offer a plush collection and a new waffle collection. Waffle bath products are the new thing. Did I mention, by the way, they, every product from Cozy Earth comes with a 10-year warranty. Isn't that kind of wild? 10 years. Okay, I'll take it. Love it. And one more time, just one word, Oprah. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for my listeners, 35% off site-wide when you use the code SHESPEAKS at checkout. So go to CozyEarth.com, use code SHESPEAKS, get 35% off the entire site. All right, so let's get into the episode. That was fun. Thank you for that journey. It was. Did we go through all of them? Wow, that's good. We did. Right? Did I miss? No, I think we got everybody. Yeah, I think we got. We got everybody. Um, So we open with Pepsi and the Muay Thai instructors, and this was just showing me like, so Pepsi, you are crazy. Like Pepsi, fully like he's 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 fighting with the Muay Thai instructors. He's doing little kicks, little heel kicks on his way to the ladies to tell them about the. He's singing a little song. I have full power. He's doing his little the pillow in front of his face and the confessionals. I'm like, okay, okay, got it. So Pepsi is nuts, and I am yeah. for it. I, I wonder if they the like cast Pepsi. Like, I wonder if they did. Pepsi really come with this whole situation because he's too good i think they cast it but remember last year on dorinda's the berkshire's one where they cast that poor guy from craigslist he didn't know what he was getting into (laughs) oh man pepsi seems to know what he's doing yes he does i don't know alexia and marisol in their confessional um they talk about the night before and how everyone was just talking over each other oh my god but the worst is candace Reminds me of when Kenya taught Luann what reading was on season one of Ultimate Girls Trip. Because they're like, yeah. th- we're being shady, by the way. This is the, this is shade. And they're like learning it like a new language. Like, well, according to Giselle, Giselle this would be shade. And Marisol's like, okay, but I think this is reasonable. Like, they're literally like keeping a, like a yeah. list of it. Like, they're going to go back to Miami and teach people. According to Giselle, this is what we call shade now. <laughs> 
I'm so happy. I don't know if a producer talked to Whitney or what, but Whitney's confessional. She's like, after yesterday, I realized that no one is going to understand what Heather and I are fighting about. So I just decided to let it go. Thank you, Whitney. Because like, yeah. girl, I've, I wrong audience. And I was just hoping, I'm like, I want you to have some fun, honey, because they don't know what a role, they don't know what you're talking about when you say the role or the list. Like, this is not Salt Lake City. Honey. And even on Salt Lake City, nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> I wish somebody understood it enough to just say, Whitney, you are in no place to yell at Heather for being fake. You're stealing her leaving the Mormonism storyline. That's her storyline. You left years ago because you had an affair with some dude or whatever. And more power to you. But you left this 15 years ago. You don't get to come into season three and steal Heather's storyline. The season that she's writing a book. You know? <laughs> when to she, me, she's that's like, surreal. This fight. is the letter. When she wants to sign the letter, I'm like, what is this moment? What are we My doing? friend came over to sign the letter with me. It's like, okay, Whitney. In my speakeasy. Because yes. I built a speakeasy in my basement because I'm a rebel. Let's sign the paper in the speakeasy with the notary. I'm like, oh. Oh, when? <laughs> it went on forever. <laughs> and you just see Heather get so pissed when she hears that storyline. You just see her like, really, Whitney? I'm writing a book. Could you give me a year? Or when, when Whitney said that she'd been she'd been suppressing memories of abuse and and Heather's like, what? This was Heather got really so good. mad. That's gonna trump my storyline for sure. I'm writing a whole <laughs> book. I don't have abuse to talk about. What the oh, damn it? I'm so jealous of her abuse. She definitely did have a, have a weird reaction to Whitney's abuse storyline, and she never really said why, you know. And she was never really pressed why. But I was really curious as to why. Like, did she not believe it? Like, it seemed like she just didn't believe it, you know. Oh, oh, I. I'm convinced she thought it was for the cameras. I'm convinced she, because she went, you? And that was her way of going, now? Like, yeah, oh, interesting. Can't yeah. really say that right now. I'm getting a lot of trouble, but. And now she's kind of saying, when you think about it on this this show, she's like, suddenly Justin loses his job and she needs to do a whole lot for the cameras. I'm like, okay, I'm adding this up. I get what you're saying here. Giselle, then now we now she starts with this bottle. She pulls Pepsi aside. And she's like, "Remember this bottle? Remember this right here?" And she the last for, she, the last she saw it was when the three of them took that shot, and Pepsi like humped the air. What if Pepsi took the bottle? What if he drank it? Oh, you know, I just thought of that, guys. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But I think that the staff probably threw it away. I mean, mm. how much was in that bottle? I was they were say, all doing they were shots. All drinking it. They were all doing shots from the bottle. I don't know that she's missing the actual alcohol. I I don't know if she wanted to keep the bottle. Like, is that hundred and fifty dollar? I'm not saying that's cheap, but you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you turned your house into a Hyatt place. Surely <laughs> you have money left over to buy some tequila. Yeah, because, like, they, they all it drank it on the boat. Everyone. Yeah. How they much is in there? They, they were all taking left? shots. Yeah, I think that they probably finished it, or maybe there was, like, an inch left, and one of the cleaning ladies or cleaning guys was like, oh, it's empty. They threw it away, like you do every bottle of empty liquor. That's what I think, but I don't know. Or but she planted it. 
But then Pepsi gets you. Pepsi, you could tell, is so nervous. He's like, "Oh shit!" So she's like, "Do you think one of?" And he finishes it. The ladies took it. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, okay," and put it in their room. And he's like, "Mm-hmm, sure." That's what happened. <gasps> well, she's coming for Candace. I'm guessing. You know, seems yeah. like she's coming for Candace to steal it. She could plant it in Candace's bag. I mean, let's think of that. But it's it's also kind of coming across as problematic, uh, running yeah. through the whole house screaming, somebody took my goddamn, like, who are you accusing? Who You're like you in a different accusing? country. Are you, you know, are you accusing the staff of doing this? Because that's super shitty of you. Yeah. And it's also really weird to show up to a group event with something that's only yours. And I don't believe that you can't get Glace Azul in lots of places in Thailand. I don't believe that either. I saw someone on Reddit. I'm sorry, I don't have your name right now, Reddit person. But they were like, I went, I went and looked up liquor stores near where they were in Phuket, and their Classe Azul is everywhere. Shut up! So Shut I'm not up. buying Giselle's whole thing. And also, it's Classe Azul, not Casa Azul. Okay, which I would love to judge you more on, except that I've been getting it wrong for four weeks too. So oh, I, I would too. <laughs> I have to. What's funny is that the subtitles were getting it right, and I was like. These dumbass subtitles, they're not getting it right. Oh, okay. So it is Glossy Azul. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah, this is, I don't mind it as a bit. Like, I thought it was a bit she was doing. And I was like, oh, okay. Are we doing like a funny thing? Like, are we just, is this like a joke that we're doing? But when it gets so serious by the end, I was like, this isn't a bit. I thought we were just doing a little silly bit. Yeah, at first it was kind of cute. It was like Giselle, uh, like you are, uh, you are the first one. You are suspect number one. Nah. Yeah. You know, like she's doing the Giselle thing, and I thought it was kind of funny at first too. But man, by the end, I was like, and the poor producers are like, we thought this was a bit too. We all did. We thought it was a bit, yeah. but she's not laughing. When you have producers on camera getting yelled at, like, ugh, awkward. Yeah. Awkward. And I, I think Portia thought it was a bit too, because like Giselle goes into Portia and she's like, so uh, <laughs> Pepsi thinks one of the ladies has it. And Portia's like, not Pepsi with the tea. Ooh. So she, I think she thinks this is a little bit as well. And she's like, I don't trust Heather. So she's suspect number one because she doesn't, she's not being honest about the black eye. So again, I'm thinking like, oh, this is just to kind of like rope in some story. Like, let's do some circle backs. This right. is. Fine, and I'm okay with that. Why not? They can do little funny graphics and sound effects. Yeah. But unfortunately, no. Meanwhile, yeah. Heather goes to Leah's room, and we have some Instagram drama. And I really love when this shit happens. Portia didn't tag Leah and Candace in the photo. And I remember when this photo was on Instagram and it became a thing. I do remember that. Like she didn't tag Leah and Candace. They must be fighting. And I do I recall oh, yeah. it, it became a thing. I it they weren't wrong. That was a huge thing and it was also a huge thing. The elephant uh yes. arm or whatever <laughs> where they said that Leah was fired from the show for throwing elephant poop at somebody. She I mean this early. house, the leak in this house is really dramatic. And they Pepsi. It's a Pepsi. Lot. <laughs> I'm convinced it's Pepsi. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it if this all ended with Pepsi with the giant martini swirling around? Like, <laughs> fuck those girls. Fuck all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's his, actually his how I picture it. <laughs> 
has multiple bottles of Casa Azul all around him. Like, I've had all of <laughs> yeah. them. I could have fixed this whole made thing. With Azul bottles. <laughs> I could have solved God, all so the problems. Ridiculous. I just love how Heather talks. Heather goes, I'm just trying to get through the fog of betrayal. Like, what are you even talking about, Heather? So then we start this whole bullying thing with Lee and Candace talk about how they're being bullied. They love the book. They love the B word. Candace does make some good calls here because she's like, now, listen, this is what's going to happen when you bring up the fact that we weren't tagged in this post. She's going to be like, but it's my social media. I can post whatever I want. Why do you care? What are you trying to use me for my social media? And that and is of course, exactly what she said. Nailed it. But isn't it isn't it also the reason that they are pissed? I mean Is it? Right? I, I mean would think so. It's like I'm the only one who doesn't get in a in a picture that's gonna be viewed by seven million people, you know? It's funny, I don't think in those terms, but I guess they do. Like I guess that is the point of being tagged in a big in a big accounts thing, right? So yeah. I guess. And also yeah. that it's an obvious sign that you're not liked on the trip. So they're turning the audience against them already by saying Portia hates Candace and Leah. Right? And now they get to be like, what's happening? What did they do? Why does Portia hate them? And like now it becomes yeah. rumors about what they possibly could have done. Throwing elephant poop at people. You see? That's how, how did all that one starts. come out, though? So Giselle and Portia talk about the fight at the reasonably shady thing. And here's where Portia always wins me over because Portia's... She's saying shit that's that's funny, but she's saying mean shit, too. But it's like she's got a flair to it. She puts a little pizzazz on it because she's like, I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but I just know I was passionate and I meant it. But then you cut over to Candace, who's like, you're a petty, toxic bitch. You want a problem, so I'll give you problems. I'm like, see, this is Candace. I just wish you could like lighten up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, she does. She doesn't enjoy it as much. Exactly. You know? She doesn't have as much fun with it. Like, you're supposed to relish it. Like, yes. being, and I've talked about this all the time. It's fun villainy. You need to be a fun villain. You know, you need to be like the Boris of Bullwinkle, who's always like, oh, they got me again. Bah! And then you just try again next week to bring somebody down. Uh, yeah. To make it this whole, like, righteous cause that's so serious and it brings you to tears and speeches. I'm like, that's not fun villainy. Exactly. Me. That's where Candace loses the audience because she wants to she wants to show everyone how right she is. But at the end of the day, this is like all just going to get recycled. We're going to move on. It's not going to really matter. So just have fun with it in the moment. Petty, calling her a petty, toxic bitch is a little much. <laughs> but where Candace, I think, wins is when she is having fun and yes. she's body shaming. Listen, Candace oh is <laughs> like the James Kennedy of this show. Like, you hear James Kennedy talk, you know he's going to be calling somebody fat or ugly, okay? And Candace, I mean, I may not approve of it if it's real life. It's not nice, obviously, right? And we all get in trouble. We would all get in trouble for it. But when Candace is just like, shut up, Nick, you know, that's when Candace wins every time. No, you're so right. And I'm glad you said that because I, I couldn't help but laugh when she's had her line later about the fucking stovepipe legs. Yes, and that's terrible. That it's is terrible. so horribly, horribly. <laughs> but she delivers so it so mean. well. But she has fun, so you laugh. 
Yes. It's like her classic line, because you're mad that your feet are big. And people are like, don't make fun of her because her feet are big. I'm like, well, that's like small. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Like, that's like minor. Like, I guess she can't Uh help that her feet are big, but come on. They get they get in the vans to go shopping, and Marisol made Portia like the strongest drink of her life. And I love Portia goes. I know my girl's been having issues in the body, but I think I would too if I was drinking jet fuel. <laughs> but someone had to say it. Okay, someone had to say it to her face. Like Marisol, you you need to stop drinking alcohol if you're having this many issues. Marisol's so shocked people calling her out on her alcohol use, right? Because like, no one else does. Apparently. You? I know, right. but you've made it your whole personality, babe. Like, people are going to call you out. Again, they talk about the shade. Alexia's like, I just found out what shade was. And then Leah goes, I don't like passive-aggressive shade. And they literally ask her to explain, what is passive-aggressive shade? And they're like, you know, like, poor Leah, or are you bored? And you, Marisol's like, okay, that's passive-aggressive shade. Okay. And I could just see Marisol going back to Miami like, okay, guys, Mira, that's his passive-aggressive shade is like this, and then this is regular shade. <laughs> and, like, teaching people how to use shade. But, unfortunately, they're learning from Leah. Leah does not understand shade, first of all. Agreed, because those examples shade. weren't right. <laughs> yeah, Leah, <laughs> Leah, Leah's terrible at shade. I mean, Leah's shade is being like, you drunk, ugly bitch. Nobody fucking likes you. These people will fuck me, you know, like... Yeah, it's not shade, it's just vile, you know? And <laughs> this example wasn't shade, wasn't passive-aggressive either. Poor Leah, that was very funny shade. I, Alexia's going to go back and be like, die in your sleep, stupid, nobody likes you. That was passive-aggressive shade. It's like, no, you learned this. <laughs> you learned it wrong, girl. Oh my god. They're all like, who taught you that? Woman named Leah? Nope, she taught you wrong. (laughs) Whoa, got that real wrong. Damn, horrible. (sighs) They get to the city. Uh, Okay, Heather, I I don't get what she's, what her angle is. These are two of my favorite things capitalism and exploiting third world boutiques. I feel like she's trying to get ahead of like (laughs) backlash. I think that's what she's trying to do. I feel like she's trying to like say things before like other people get mad at them for things. I think so. I can't figure out her motivation this season for anything. I mean, right? I mean everything that comes out of her mouth is, is just bonkers and offensive. <laughs> right? And I don't know what she's doing. I don't know if she's going for a villain edit, but not really getting it. <laughs> I don't understand what you want from us. <laughs> Heather, what do you need from us? Because we don't we don't know what to do. Uh, let us know. But have you ever been to Thailand? This whole group is. I have not. Neither no, have, have I. You? But I've heard. I've heard it's very hot. So when Leah was hot, I've heard nothing but like it is hot when you're there. Like it is, and I don't well, that like is being definitely hot. Me, like I hate it. I'm because I'm guy. always a little sweaty. Hot. I'm always like Ugh. a little slightly too hot and sweaty. So this looks miserable to me. <laughs> I will lie on the ground in a store that has. A I would floor. too. I would That's probably that. why. This is probably why I related to Leah in this episode because I'm like that would be me. I would be the one on the ground needing ice water and a towel. Like yes, I'm yeah. gonna faint. I'm gonna. But again, faint. you're you're not wearing panties, and then she's like, I have diarrhea and my period. Not wearing panties. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. 
at this point you're just unprepared like i don't even know what to say anymore about leah you know <laughs> i like giselle being like now she's just nasty leah now she's just nasty, <laughs> yeah, Leah. <laughs> I know. Because at first she's like, my cast won't let me talk about anything sexual. Who likes getting double banged in the back of the dark? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Or whatever her thing was that she brought up. That's a good point. Because she says that and they're like, oh, yeah, no. So go ahead. Talk about sex. Then she does that. And they're like, okay, well, not that. Like, yeah. why did you she have to do that? She goes to the bar immediately. It's like, what about micropenises? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Micropenises. And they're like, oh, I guess I guess that's talking about sex. Like, never mind. We take it back. We don't want you to talk about anything stupid. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird. They stand her up. Like, she acted like she was, she's like, I don't want to die. Then they stand her up and she's like, I wanted to buy a couple things, though. So. <laughs> all right. So I feel like, all right, you could you should have just let that go, because you once you commit to the faint, I don't want to die. You can't get up and be like, I want to buy items like once you commit to that, you have to, like, commit and stay there. Yeah. Also, this uh, show really, again, with the editing of the previews and stuff, I thought this was it for Leah, because we know she leaves early and then. Um, we thought we thought it was the elephant throwing the elephant poop. It's not that. And then we saw in the preview this part where she's like, "I'm dying." So I thought this is it for Leah, and she's still there. I mean, good job, trailer editors. You really have me guessing. The girls go to lunch. Meanwhile, Candace, Whitney, and Heather go get weed, and apparently Heather is a huge pothead, which was interesting. It's like your mom being like, ooh, anybody want to get some marijuana? Because it's legal now. It's like, no, you've officially made marijuana unfun, okay? Bring me some fucking Coke. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Take it up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> when Heather Gay is like, let's get some marijuana, I'm like, okay. It's dead to me. It's fucking dead to me. <laughs> Dumping out all my weed. Fuck your weed. Never mind. You ruined it. You ruined Meth weed for everybody. Meth only from now on. Yes. <laughs> Meth only from now on is the title of this episode. <laughs> Bring some fun back to our party. Oh, my God. God. Get my mom out of the God. weed store. <laughs> if you've been listening to me for a minute, you have heard me tell the story of my friend who shocked me at the beginning of the year and said that she wanted to actually try to get pregnant. And I was like, what? I thought we were in this no kid thing together. And she actually used my um, code, my code for modern fertility, the modern fertility test, which I'll get into in a second. And she got her results back. She took those results into her OBGYN and it turned out that she actually was going to have a very hard time getting pregnant. And I say this to you, my listeners and my viewers, as someone who does not personally want children of her own. But if you think you may want children one day, someday, plan for it and get your hormones checked. I think modern fertility is amazing for this because to me that sounds really intimidating and also very expensive because traditional hormone testing can cost like $600 or more. Plus you got to like book the appointment. It's like very serious. Modern fertility is a finger prick. You put it in the prepaid label 
and you get your results back in six business days. You get all the same hormones tested that you would in traditional hormone testing, like your ovarian reserve, which is very important to know, and other important factors that could affect your fertility. And you can download those results, which is what my friend did, download those results and take them into your doctor, and then they can go over them with you. So Modern Fertility, the test is $179, but if you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks, you can get $20 off the test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through FSA slash HSA. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off their test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will cost you $159, which is a fraction of the cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test at modernfertility.com slash she speaks. Modernfertility.com slash she speaks. But anyway, the ladies all gather together and Giselle begins her interrogation. She present when she presents them with this evidence, she's like, you know, this bottle, this bottle of tequila here. And everyone's like, yeah, the one you can literally get at any liquor store in America. So they're like, yes. what? We're confused. So then she starts the, well, my first thought was Alexia took it because Alexia yes. said that she had ordered a bottle of this. So I guess that was on her rider or something. And so she felt like she was owed a bottle of it. Yes. But then Alexia, and then we see the clip of her being like, oh, no, 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 I brought this. And then them fighting about it. Yeah. Not fighting, but talking yeah. about it. Yeah. But it wasn't her, apparently. So, dun, dun, dun. Heather's the number one suspect because I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. Okay, Heather's Heather's taken the relatability queen thing too far because she's like, I was just excited to get some attention because, you know, it's like the popular girl when she gives you attention. You don't care. You just want the attention. Like, she called me fat and ugly. I don't care. And everyone, I feel like the collective audience went, oh, Okay, well, yeah, it's right. awkward, and it's it's a little bit like I think Heather, a lot of her initial popularity had to do with being like not the thin girl, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a bigger person. I love seeing that, you know, Same. but she's kind of you know that one moment that Emily had on Real Housewives of Orange County when she pulled out a turkey sandwich in the steam room and yep. now she's like a hero forever. Yep. That's gonna last her a long time, that turkey sandwich, yep, I mean. Um, figuratively. Yeah. And I think that Heather, I think that Feather, <laughs> I think Heather has that kind of vibe too, that we're still running on that vibe. But now Heather is a star. She is a celebrity. I mean, to us, to Bravo people, but she yeah, yeah, is a yeah. celebrity. She does get what endorsements and she gets to do all the famous people stuff and go to BravoCon and sign you know, uh, autographs and stuff. And so it's coming off as a little less genuine now. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not hitting the same. It's hitting as forced. Yes. Uh, Suspect number three is Marisol. Marisol just finds this so amusing, which is how I was hoping everyone would find it. Marisol's like, why? Because I like to drink or I like free shit. They're just laughing. They're like, this is hilarious. No, it's because you like the mini bottles. And Giselle's like, you wanted the one big bottle to match your mini bottles. <laughs> so I'm like, we're laughing, right? Like, we all think this is funny, right? 
Because it, <laughs> it makes Giselle's just a terrible detective. It's like put a lineup of ten people for this crime up, and she'd just be like, "Well, you could have done it because you're fat, and you could have done it because I don't like your ears." It's yeah. like that's not how you solve a case, man. <laughs> yes. Candace, she goes to Candace and she goes, you're suspect number two. Candace goes, no, she's not. No, she's not. And then she tells this hilarious story of Giselle <laughs> trying to get her to steal a bottle of Mexico and the producer having to be like, put that back. That is not our liquor. But now Candace, yeah. of course, is yelling because she can't help but yell. She's got a loud voice and they're all mortified. It wouldn't be a housewife's <laughs> trip without someone yelling too loud and everyone surrounding staring. It's like that's just a rite of passage, guys. You I have love to the tourists like taking pictures and laughing. Ex- so <laughs> Pepsi- funny. Pepsi this, on the, the side table is like, oh god, I I just I can't. Like I don't know what to do. But this story was also so hilarious because it is Giselle, and we see clips of it. They're in Mexico, they're having fun, and Giselle goes, "Take that bottle, you can take it." And Candace is like, "We can't take this." She goes, "Take it, just take it." And then, of course, now Giselle completely turns it against her and goes, "Oh, really? You tried to steal that bottle in Mexico? Then why did you do that?" It's like, oh, you were. You're so mean. You're terrible. (laughs) Such a terrible human being. Candace is like, you're trying to set me up. She is. She's clearly trying. She is, right? Like, she's trying to set her up, right? (laughs) They're going to find it in Candace's room, right? I mean, obviously. It It seems like she's going to go in there and plant it. So Giselle looks at everyone. If you took it, if you took it, if you took it, just admit it now. Give me my bottle. I want my bottle. And it's yeah, like she like, sounds my goddamn bottle. like a baby. She sounds like a baby asking for her bottle. So you know it, what she sounds like? A poor person. That's what she sounds like to me. She sounds like someone who's never had a nice bottle of anything and cares too much about it. You know what I mean? I got my car fixed one time and the, they gave me some crap little car. I was like, okay. And he said, are you rich? And I said, no. And he said, well, usually you can tell when people are rich because they'll take whatever car we give them. It's the poor people who yell and scream for a nicer car. And I oh. always thought about that, even though it didn't work in my case because wasn't rich. Oh. But it makes me think of that when people like Giselle are going on and on about a bottle. I'm like, are you saving your money? I know you make a lot of money. Why are you acting like this? It's a uh. bottle. It's $150. Go to the damn store and stop making a fool out of yourself. And now that... Now that you have confirmed, someone on Reddit confirmed that they have access to get it in Thailand. Yeah. I'm confused. Why is she and saying also, that? Also, you're took such them a tequila weeks. connoisseur that you can only drink Classe Azul, which is what she was saying earlier. Like, that's the only thing I can drink. It is not. Go get yourself a George Clooney tequila. They're all good. Okay. And I, I feel like we've seen her drink other stuff. So. This is this is just a bizarre thing to still be harping on. So yeah. she now she wants to search everyone's rooms and everyone's like everyone just wants to shut her up. They're like search my room, please. Like if this shuts you up. Like search the room, get the bottle. But of course Candace does not agree to that. And Candace in her this is what this is when Candace says her funny line cuz Candace is a confessional. She's like I want nothing from you. You have nothing to offer but long necks and stovepipe legs. We don't want those things. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we don't want those. <laughs> so Marisol's like, we're not at the house. Just have them search it. I mean, they go into our, our rooms anyway to clean it. So Giselle is now texting producers saying Candace has given permission to search yes. her room, which did not happen, ma'am. 
you know? I was waiting for Candace to be like, no, she did not. So then they bring up the Leah. Uh, Candace is like, okay, well, Leah's at the house resting, but I would like to bring this up to everybody. <laughs> Leah shared with me that she saw online that Portia posted our picture, but you tagged everyone else, her and her and her and her, <laughs> a bottle of Classe Azul, <laughs> but not me. <laughs> Imagine she tagged Classe in the end, I hope it's Portia who took it just to be funny and it just went got oh, out of Oh, that would be my, my favorite. Yeah. But Candace, this is, okay. Candace always takes it one step too far and then she loses her audience. Portia goes, I don't like Leah, period. And Candace goes, okay, but then by not tagging me, Candace, it's a form of cyberbullying. I'm like, oh, you see, you lose your audience. You know, like once they you do just that, all grown. Everyone's I love like, that they all groan. They all we went, go. oh, my God. <laughs> Dios mio, por favor, por qué? Portia goes, are you hurt? Oh, are you hurt? And then Candace, uh, Candace, oh, are you bullying me? Should I cry? And Portia comes out with a fucking <laughs> napkin and goes, can we fold this into a triangle? I'm sorry, but you like she wins. She wins when she does shit like that. She pulled a prop out and said, fold it into a triangle. Like you win, you win, you win. Alexa uh, seemed like so- she tried to help too. She's like, you're hurt, right? And Candace goes, I just wanted you all to know that Portia is passive aggressive and petty. And Alexia goes, uh, Candace, you told us all to shut the fuck up last night. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, Alexia, you never let anyone talk. Bully. <laughs> You're a bully right now. You're bullying me right now. Well, you know, Peter, that's not good for you because you just bullied me. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay? I wish she had said that because Candace just flips right back around. Like, you never shut up. I feel like Alexia probably doesn't shut up. Alexia likes to tell a long-winded story, probably. I can guarantee you not a one of these people ever shuts the uh, fuck up. Right? Portia, Portia's like, I was going to pull you to the side today anyway and ask, why do you have to scream at me every single time I talk to you? And they do a wonderful compilation of Candace screaming. Because Candace always does. This is also the problem I have with Candace. I want to listen. I want to hear her. But she always goes to an octave that's hard to listen to. And she it's- does the repeating thing, too, where she'll just say, you are bullying me. You are bullying me. You are bullying me. You are bullying me. You are bullying. And it's just over and over the same thing. And it's and it makes me torture. Yeah. Portia then switches though. She goes, "Oh, because you wanted the fo- she wanted the followers." Cam's like, "And we knew that's what you were going to say. So predictable." And then but it's Portia, also true. Portia wins because you know, you know that Portia, wherever she goes, people are like, "Oh my God, let's take a picture. Put that on your Instagram and tag me, please, please." Yeah, that's see, I, it's feeling. it's it's got to be like so obnoxious to have to sort through friends like that because, like, I don't know what that's like, but yep, uh, that makes sense. What my the first time I ever met Tom Sandoval, I lived down the street from him from this bar that he used to go to. And so I just happened to see him there. And I was like, hey, I do this podcast and we make fun of you. But um, (laughs) I'm sorry to even ask you, but, you know, I just wanted to say hi or whatever. And he goes, oh, you know what? We should take a picture. Put it on your Insta. Tag me. And I was like, that's the first time I had ever heard something like that. I'm like, nobody like you can't use it. It's just that mentality of like. Tag me, and that's one more. Yeah, that's one more account that maybe a couple of hundred people will see me on. Oh, 
So gross. That's so gross. Oh, I guess I, yeah, I don't think in those terms. It's probably, yeah, it's probably, I probably maybe should. I just don't. My brain doesn't I work think in like terms that. of like, what, what can you, like, not what can you get me, but like, what can you feed me? Like, do you have access to, or are you married to a chef? Are you a chef? <laughs> I think that way too. Are you a waiter at a really good restaurant that can get me discounts? Portia goes, does anybody have Pedialyte for PJ? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, P- PJ is. <laughs> they, have, yeah. they have to let everyone know who PJ is. PJ is her baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Pepsi swoops in and he's like, okay, guys, we got to go. I need to get you the hell out of here because they're asking us to leave. And so we're going to go on these little tuk-tuks, which is an epic two-minute ride, and then they're done. They're all loving it. They're like, this is so fun. Oh, it's done? And then they're all complaining. Like, that was it. Now we have to go back in the vans. <laughs> uh, so someone flirts with Candace and Heather as they pass and they're tuck tuck they're in the same one someone's like hey sexy or something and candace is like wow look at you getting some action from the street and heather goes oh yeah they think i'm nicole brown simpson what did that mean what i was like um what did you why i'm confused by everything that's coming out of her mouth this entire season i've the woman has gone bonkers yeah (laughs) and they left it in for a reason like we all need you to dissect that and candace candace didn't know what to do too she's like i'm gonna just give you a little high five there but i was like she was like that she's okay well (laughs) we're gonna move on from that one lady uh, in the vans, Marisol jokes with Giselle. She's like, you're like Perry Mason. I thought you maybe planted it in my room and I got scared. And I'm like, oh, she's either planted it in someone's room or like maybe Portia does have it. Maybe Portia did jokingly take it. Or again, maybe they threw out the bottle because it was empty. Yeah, I don't know. Those are my two top theories because this is just crazy town now, you know, and there's so much liquor there. No one else cares about Classe Azul that much. Exactly. You know? Uh, but Heather gets all big and bad in that van, like she does. She's like, oh, yeah, I, I was going to let her know. Like, you're picking me for a reason. Alpha, bring it, because I do not need to fight with your bullshit games. I will be quiet. I will be small, and I'll still beat you. I almost took my soup bowl and Teresa Judice, Giselle. Okay, okay, Heather, no one believes you. I know. Not, not well, one like, person. We, it's kind of like all of us, probably most of us, okay, me. That thing where you leave and you're like, oh, you you know what I told that person in the store when I was waiting in line? I said, really? I've been here 30 minutes and I demand a manager. Like, my mom's always doing that. She'll be like, I said, how dare you make me wait for this long? I demand a manager. Then they gave me everything free and then everyone applauded. It's like, yep. yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, mom. That happened. So Heather's doing that. We're <laughs> <seeing, yeah. laughs> so Reddit. That happened, subreddit. <laughs> One of my favorites. She's like, oh, yeah, you want a piece of me? Come and get it. And Whitney's like, Heather, why are you only like that on the bus? Because if you were like that in real life, you'd be, you'd have job security. You'd be a really good housewife. <laughs> you'd be a really good housewife. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Portia gosh. and Giselle both agree. Like, they think Candace just wants some camera time with Portia. Is that the read you're getting on it? I think that they came in. I think Candace, you know, when Candace is is mad about something, she just holds on to it forever and she takes it way too seriously. That's like how Portia I feel said too. that thing on Portia said that thing where she had, you know, 
whatever. Candace was just using that suing Monique thing to try and pay for her mom's house. It's like a shady joke, shading uh, Candace for even living in her mom's house in the first place, right? That was the main joke. And Candace has just held on to it forever and no one else cares. This is the world of the housewives. That's been over, you know? I don't even remember Monique. Okay. But she, I remember she had a big fish aquarium. That's about it. Our memories are very short. We're very inexpensive DVRs with very little memory. I agree. That's how Candace is. She just doesn't let things go and she will act like it's about something else. But it's like, no, this is still about that old thing, isn't it? And she's like, you didn't apologize correctly to me. <laughs> yeah. And she's right. And Portia he- was shitty, but it's like, how long do you need to go on about it, you know? And mm. Portia didn't really exactly say sorry or anything, but I don't know. I think she needs to go for things that people care more about. Yes. She needs to pick pick the battles better. Fight with high taxes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get home and Whitney needs to run inside. She's got an emergency and it makes Marisol like very suspect. She's like, maybe to move the bottle. Maybe to move the bottle out of her room. These are my kind of people, though, because they just came from lunch and there's food out when they get in. They're like, oh, thank God I'm starving. I'm like, yes, that is me. I don't care if I just ate. If there's a different type of food when I get in, I'll eat that, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they were even eating at the other lunch. So I think they see food now and they're like, oh, this isn't a lunch or a dinner. So probably they're not going to use any of this footage. Let's actually eat. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Candace goes to Leah's room, and meanwhile, there's Giselle telling producer. Now you got to pr- poor West pr- producer. She's like, "You're gonna go to Candace's room, and you're gonna check for that bottle." You just that poor guy just is like on a radio, not actually radioing anything, just like holding it up to his mouth. Like, am I really about to send someone into Candace's room to check for this? And she's like, "She yeah. said you could go." She said you could go in there and you could tell he's getting something in his ear like, no, we actually cannot go in there without her permission. Like, I don't think yeah, we got we can't that, do clearance. that And he's yeah. like, he's hearing something else. Like, they're listening to Giselle say, go in there. And then there's someone else in his ear going, we can't. No, we like for sure. Do she that. didn't. We know yeah. for sure no one can go in there. And that guy, by the way, hottest producer ever. Love you, whoever you are. Oh my God. West on our screen. Hello, West. I know. He's like, he's like, we'll have Pepsi do it. And Giselle goes, Oh, but was Pepsi gonna go through her luggage? I need someone invested in this, West. You are invested. Go in there and do it. She's terrible because (laughs) she's the first one who's gonna throw the producers under the bus, too. And be like, Well, I didn't do it, they did it. Exactly. And Leah, the, the Jen Giselle goes in. Jen Giselle goes into Leah's room right away. Leah goes, "Why does Portia hate me?" And Giselle's all thrown off. And she's like, "Listen, it's like third grade for you guys to be upset that you know she didn't tag you." And Leah actually comes back pretty well. She goes, "No, it's third grade to tag everyone but two people." And then she goes, exactly. "I mean, but look, I know that you're here to ask how I'm feeling." <laughs> Giselle goes, "Yes, yes." How are you feeling? Okay, good. I'm How are you feeling? <laughs> How are you feeling about crime? Crime in this country. <laughs> and she goes, I was actually coming to go to Candace's room because I'm sure she wants to get off the suspect list. And then it is off. Poor Pepsi. You yes. see Pepsi go ask the producer, like, is she still looking for that bottle? 
And this is where I kind of was like, oh, no, I feel like he did throw it out. Either he drank the little last bit of it and threw it out or someone on this told someone on the staff to throw it out when they were like, what's this? I think so, too, because he's freaking out like he's freaking out. He's crying like he starts getting like, oh, my God. It's like just sitting on the floor like she's still so mad about this bottle. (laughs) He's on the floor crying. I know. But at the same time, he should have just had another bottle bought. Yes. And is it because maybe it is that hard to get for them? I don't know. Maybe it is. Listen, I only heard on Reddit, so I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's not the Bible. Um, Yeah. It's just, you know, the Bible where everything's true. Yeah. It's just just Reddit. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) Candace goes into this. Oh, what's wrong, sweetheart? Or Jamal Bryan's alimony checks not clearing? Why are you so pressed about this bottle? She needs a man, a hobby, because this isn't. Indicative of someone who's crying for hell, which mm. I would agree with. Then Candace takes it to a place of, I will not be accused of larceny. <laughs> now, multiple producers, like Giselle literally went and got the EP. Like, can you go tell her? Can you tell her we need to go into her room? Like, Giselle, you look real foolish right now. This is kind of, this is like real embarrassing. This is bad. And I don't love watching her talk to producers like this either. That's Agreed. just ugly. And it's really, I think, what ended up getting Dorinda fired in her. I mean, do you remember mm-hmm. her last scene? Her last scene was in that glitter uh, turban with oh, makeup God. smeared all over her face, lipstick on her teeth, screaming and yelling at producers. Ooh, ooh. It was such an ugly look. And it was like at the very, very end of the episode, too. It was like the credits were yeah. rolling and there's just Dorinda. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm How not going to talk about Tinsley right now. Like that whole uh, thing. Yeah. Pepsi is just crying in his confessional. I don't see any solution. I don't see any solution. And he kind of caught himself. He goes, um, I just don't see any solution. And he says, I don't like them. Oh. To have rude conversation. Oh, it was like oh. a big long pause, and I was like, "Is Pepsi finally fucking had it?" Because he has had to go through so many hoops so far, and listen to so much of their fighting. Because I feel like the other guy from last year didn't have to be involved in all of their stuff. He'd be like, "You leave, I'll see you in eight hours." But Pepsi's on every trip, and I mm-hmm. think he's just losing his damn mind. You know, he's like, "I hate these people." Yeah, it's crazy making. It's literally crazy making to do this. Uh, Candace calling Gisela Karen is accurate. It is an accurate. I mean, it's you accurate. are a Karen right now, girl. Because now it's like the principal. Yes. Now it's like, no, it's not about the money. It's the principal of who took the bottle. I'm like, well, that's what a Karen would say. It is. She is very caring. Giselle gets that way a lot. She gets very and, But caring. their last screaming match of the thing is Candace saying, why uh, is me telling you I don't have your bottle enough? And Giselle's like, who do you want to go into your room with you? And Candace is like, I don't need to prove anything. And she goes, you looked suspect. Bye, suspect. Bye, suspect. And then Candace is like, bye, green hoe, with your green ass. Because she's wearing green. I love when Candace, when those are Candace's flat bags. You're in a green shirt. Bye, green hoe. Bye, person who likes green. Stupid green lover. <laughs> burn. <laughs> burn. Burn. 
burn. You got him, Candace. <laughs> Giselle's literally going Green criminal, lover. criminal. Like, do you hear yourself? You sound so I love five suspects. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Those produ- there's like another producer who's got like a book in his hand he's like I am just over in Video Village trying to make sure the audio sounds okay what are we doing <laughs> like Giselle is literally going and getting everybody like you tell Candace she needs to do and they're like what that's uh, so silly Yeah. so this was episode what five uh-huh. this, this was five right so how many are there in these seasons do you I know think there's usually like eight or nine i think you're right no i'm enjoying this this show cracks me up and there's been a lot of complaints like you know it's not as good because of the way they cast it with duos and this and that but i don't know i'm still laughing my ass off so that's how i judge the show what do you think overall i don't understand the complaints at all because i feel like ultimate girls trip is like a nice reprieve from the intensity of the normal housewives seasons you know because it's kind it's yeah. like it's it's less it's the, the stakes aren't as high i had a hard time with the dorinda season because dorinda is just so much so yeah. i was gonna recap it but i get i did a, i did one hate recap where i just was like i hate her and i can't handle it and i people wanted me to do more but i'm like for my mental health i can't i like I can't. I just can't handle her. So I was great. I'm grateful that we get this like, I mean, obviously we're watching a serious fight, but I find this to be lighthearted and enjoyable because it's just like this is kind of what we wanted to see. I thought we wanted just to see all of these different franchises mingling, doing like the silly cast trip things, getting in fights out in public and embarrassing themselves in a new country. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, for me, it's fulfilling the whole. It's fulfilling the need that I have inside of me. I think it's great content. And I think people are going to look back and just, I think this all the time. Like, you don't really realize what you have until it's gone. Like, years later. I mean, that New York season when they fired half the cast and it was Carol, Aviva, Heather. um, I think those were the it was like half the cast yeah. was new and people were like fuck this show how could they they ruined housewives i'll never watch this again and then now thinking back that was one of the funniest seasons with some of the greatest memories and guys just like look around don't, not even your life because your life probably does suck and isn't <laughs> worth remembering but look around the housewives universe and realize what you have okay <laughs> <laughs> on that note <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Ronnie. Thank um, you. It was so good to meet you. I hope we get to hang out when I come to LA. Are you in LA proper? I am. I'm in Encino. I'm in. Oh, right, oh. I'm very close to Dorit. Well, I mean, Dorit, I'm in the poor part. Richards. So yeah, when you come to LA, I would love to see you. Yes, for sure. We'll go to whichever Vanderpump restaurant is not closed because of a fire or a um, alcohol license not non-payment or whatever i know right um tell the people where they can find you follow even though it's obvious at this point well watch what crappens uh follow us on instagram just go to watch what all our links are there we're on tour right now so links for that are there and then i'm at ronnie Karam on insta and you should definitely talk to ben that is one <laughs> sweetheart of a man he's such a sweet guy i want you to meet him too we yeah we'll go party together okay 
yeah, maybe next time I'll have both of you on. It was just a little easier for me to do one at a time. That's what she said. No, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't resist. Well, I I would disagree with her. I would disagree with her because I love a nice timeout. You're doing great, guys. You're doing great over there. Anybody need a towel? (laughs) All right, guys. We'll be here all week. See you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.